Welcome to Faith and Freedom. We hope to inform, inspire, and encourage you to stand up for faith and freedom as we discuss victories and challenges in the courts, in public policy, and in the culture. Faith and Freedom is brought to you by Liberty Council, a litigation, education, and policy organization. Join us now as we address the latest cultural issues across America and around the world. It's incredible how the world has changed since the early part of 2020, and there's a lot of fear out there, and fear is an incredibly powerful motivator. And oftentimes people are willing to do things to get their freedom back because they're fearful of not following what they're hearing. We're going to be talking about the fear and what's behind it, as well as COVID-19, on Faith and Freedom. I'm Matt Staver, founder and chairman of Liberty Council, and our special guest today is Dr. Lee Merritt, a board-certified orthopedic surgeon who's done a lot of research on this, and you're also a member of America's Frontline Doctors. And by the way, that's a great source of information, americasfrontlinedoctors.com. Welcome to Faith and Freedom, Dr. Merritt. Thank you very much. Dr. Merritt, uh, one of the things that I've seen, particularly in litigating uh, regarding churches since March of 2020, is this fear and the misinformation. For example, fear that churches ought to be closed, misinformation that if churches are open, they're going to be super spreader events, and we've not had that in the litigation that we have been involved in. And therefore, there's this fear factor to say, you need to close, you need to shut down restaurants, you need to shut down businesses, you can't go to work, certain businesses are allegedly essential, others are not. And so in order to overcome that fear and the restrictions on your freedom, many people are willing to do anything, including take experimental vaccines. Talk to us about the fear. Is it valid? in terms of the reality of the science with regards to COVID-19, or is it being used for other purposes? Well, let's put this in perspective. The real pandemic of 1918 killed about 50 million people, 2 million in the United States alone. Um, this is not even close. It's not, this isn't a pandemic. Now, I'm not one to say this is just the flu. I admit this is a bad viral season. This is a little different than the flu, and it can kill some people we wouldn't expect it to kill. But we've got this now. We've got, pro, you know, we know how to prophylax people. We know how to help prevent this. We kind of know who's at risk, and we know how to do early treatment. I know that many of you don't, uh, people out, your listeners may not know that because it's been censored. But this, in and my we'll have a whole program. We want to talk right, about so I, the alternatives right. and the early treatment. So that's I don't, available. I don't want to diminish the fact. I know people have lost loved ones to this. I'm not saying it's not real, but this is basically a psychological operation against our country. I, I don't know how to look at it any other way. The masking doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense to think that you can't sing in church, but you can, you know, have a riot in the street that doesn't super spread. You can have certain things that don't. It's just incredibly, it either is crazy or it's a planned psychologic operation. And I'm just going to tell you, there was, in favor of the planned psychologic operation, if you want to control a population, what you do is it's, it's, it's problem reaction solution. You, you make them afraid and then you confuse them and that makes them anxious. And people will do anything to get out of that anxiety. So the problem zone. is COVID. The problem is they, they convince you And then you the reaction is bad. we need to do something against COVID. Right. And then 
the solution. Here's what we have as a solution right. to address that problem. Right. And they're actually, you know, what I've, what, I'm not a virologist. I shouldn't even be in this fight. But the problem is just morally, I couldn't sit by and watch this thing go by. I mean, I'm, I'm 10 years in the Navy. I never, I never went to a shooting war. This is kind of my war. And I feel like we have to take this on. We have to understand what's happening to us. And, and there's a, a very good, there's a very interesting program that was developed, well, it was not a program, it was a book. It's Albert Biederman. And Biederman was asked, he's a psychologist, and he was asked to look at the, the prisoners of war coming back from Korea because some of them had become so anti-American, turned against their country. And, and the government said, you know, the military said, could you look at these people? What did the Chinese do? Did they give them some weird soup that made them like this? And they said, no. He said, no, just psychological control mechanisms. And here's how you do it. And this is classic prisoner control. He said, first you isolate, and you'll think about what has happened to us in this big COVID nightmare. First, you isolate people, right? Lockdowns. Mm -hmm. Lockdowns. Then you um, monopolize perception. So you don't let them hear anything except Nothing, what you no want them to hear. alternative information. So you, um, MSM, mainstream media, bombard you with the same fear-mongering that, oh, everybody's... You, they change the language. They call cases. We never called cases anything except sick people. Now a case is a positive test, which now we're finding out probably meant nothing. But the positive test... It drove the numbers up to make you more afraid. That, that's that's the that's the monopolization of perception. They told you things. Then you add um, there are things like ridiculous requirements. So uh, you know probably in prisoner of war people, you know, you'd make them stand in the corner or something, but we are made to wear masks that don't work. You go to your desk and you're surrounded by this stupid little piece of plastic. One of the stupidest things I saw was in Las Vegas where, you know, number one, people are allowed to smoke under, you know, they take their mask off to smoke and that doesn't seem to bother anybody. Or, but, but, and then when you're in the poker tables, people have these little plastic enclosures around. Of course, the top of the enclosure is all open. <laughs> or these, or these masks that you see that are plastic that don't go, that don't cover. That it's just like or, a, you know, like a when splash I was guard. Flying an airline, and this was yeah. multiple different airlines. Um, you literally can touch the person right beside of you, right? You're just a few <laughs> inches from them. Uh, but when you get ready to exit, they tell you, now wait for the row in front right. of you to leave Social and then distance. maintain your six-foot distancing. Well, I'm just, I just flew for two hours, and right. I was inches away from this person. Now it's right. going to take me 30 seconds, a minute to exit, but I've got to stay six feet away. I had the exact same thing happen. I was in the back row of the plane, and we all just started laughing. Now, for, <laughs> for the purpose of safety, you must maintain social distancing when we deplane. It's but the crazy, crazy thing is that... I think they know it's crazy as well, right. but they say it with a straight face because right. you become almost programmed to go through this routine. And programming is what this is. I recommend people read Biederman's chart of coercion. You can find it online and just see because that explains everything that's happening to us. And, you know, when we realize it's a program, we can resist it. I actually asked, so I have a friend who's a psychiatrist. There's a, there's a Christian school. Um, many of the kids that go there never saw snow. The first snow of the year of 2021, they went outside because they're all social distancing and everything, and they're sort of uh, in their rooms. They went outside and had a snowball fight, and they did not have masks. And a hundred people called the local public health department to turn in that university for putting the entire community at risk. And that's what's going to happen if we don't get ourselves out of this. You become the capos. And, and the other thing is, I asked my psychiatrist friend, I said, explain to me these people wearing a mask alone in a car. 
I mean, even if you believe in masks, that makes no scientific sense. Riding somewhere, their bike on a sidewalk by themselves. Right. The goal, you know, the joke is somewhere somebody's in a shower in a mask. You know, what does this all mean? <laughs> I'm so sure that's true. Here's, but here's what he said, and this is important to understand the longer this goes on. This is why we have to take our world back. What he said was, this is the, those people are the Stockholm Syndrome people. So mm. when you add confusion, so Tony Fauci talking about, oh, you know, you don't have to wear a mask, it's only for medical personnel. And then he said, oh, no, wait, everybody's got to wear a mask. You got to wear it all the time. Oh, wait, masks are only to keep your hands off your face. I mean, I don't know about you, but I think it's probably wrong to mandate me do something to keep my hand away from my face. Don't I even have the right to put on my hand on the face now? And then he said, now we need oh, multiple, multiple masks. masks. Oh, yeah. oh, no, we don't need seven masks. It doesn't actually work. Go back to the one mask or, you know. So he, the, so my point is people say, oh, he's just, he's just you know, crazy or losing or something. No, that's a planned takedown. So you add confusion to the fear and you get anxiety and people will do anything. And this is what my, so this is what my psychiatrist explained to me about this. What, what, when you're anxious, people will do anything to get out of that anxiety zone. So for me, I, I experienced this anxiety because I saw all the lies going on. I said, what's going on? Well, my solution was, I'm going to read everything I can about this and figure out what's going on and take this on, okay? But people that don't approach it that way or don't have the scientific background to be able to wade through all the literature stuff, they become, some of them have they're so afraid that what they do is they think it's, this is what Stockholm syndrome is. They figure if they do exactly what the government says or their captors, they will actually be okay. They'll be safe. So I wash my hands 40 times a day. I wear six layers of masks. I, I stand in these little government approved circles, which I think is another saddest thing I've ever seen. Mm -hmm. Healthy, normal men standing in a white circle on the ground, six feet apart. And they somehow think if they step outside the circle, they're now hazardous to health. Yeah. You know, this is ridiculous, but it's, but it's part of a program and so they have convinced us to do all these things and it doesn't make scientific sense but those are the people that are driving around in, in the car by themselves in a mask are people that really wow. think it's going to make them safer well there's a lot more that we can talk about and we're going to do that on our another episode of faith and freedom our guest is dr lee merritt we have a couple of websites for you to go to lc Dot org That's our main website, and lcaction.org. And when you're there, lcaction.org forward slash resources. On that page, we have lots of information about hydroxychloroquine, COVID-19, other issues, including a link to americasfrontlinedoctors.com. And Dr. Merritt is uh, a member of America's Frontline Doctors. What you need is information to dispel the fear. And we're going to be talking on a future program that there is nothing for which you ought to be fearful. For more information, go to lc.org. That's lc.org. You've been listening to Faith and Freedom, brought to you by Liberty Council. We hope that we have motivated you to stand up for your faith, family, and freedom. Get informed and get involved today. Visit Liberty Council's website at lc.org. Call us at 407-875-1776.